Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another What Are You Playing episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilberton, and who is with me tonight? Me, Star, back again for another recording. Hey. Welcome back. Uh, uh, Steve Luzader here again. <laughs> Welcome back, Steve. And Michael Colby from Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex here for the first time. <laughs> yes. First time joining our show. So thank oh, you. we got a newbie. This will be good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zing. Hey, Zing. No. So we are here to bring you another What Are You Playing episode. This is for March of 2023. And as I've been doing every every one of these episodes for the last like couple months now, I have to start with the first game that I've been playing nonstop every day. Marvel Snap. Am I the only one of us playing Marvel Snap? I was yep. into it for a little bit, <laughs> but I jumped off pretty quick. Okay, that's not a bad thing. I've been playing it since I got into it a few weeks after launch. I, I, I didn't want to play it, and I've now I've spent, like, I think, 50 bucks on it so far. So, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I, I was playing it for a little bit, and then I saw, I saw the fact that I, I was going to need to spend money on it coming, and I said, you know what, I'm not enjoying it that much. That's the boat I'm in right there. You don't need to, but like the season passes, it can be like, especially for two of the season passes, Zabu and Silver Surfer. If you didn't have those cards, you were completely at a disadvantage. And then they nerfed. And the that's cards. the problem I have with those kind of games. And I saw that coming. Like, I have no problem with a game like that wanting to get the money from you. And, and Snap is a completely enjoyable game. Don't let anybody that's listening to this get me wrong. It is a darn fine game. <laughs> the thing is, it just wasn't worth me putting into the season pass and I, like, I know games like this where it's if you don't keep putting into the season pass you'll fall behind the curve and i'm just like i'm not falling for this again yeah it isn't they're trying to fix it like the, the season that we're currently in in the last month you didn't need either of those cards like there was a big burst where everybody was playing modok which is for a discard deck and then that went away within a week because it wasn't it wasn't broken like zabu and silver surfer were broken so i yeah. got it Huge rank up from Silver Surfer being broken, though. So <laughs> yeah, and it, it wasn't just it wasn't just the fact that I was going to need to start spending money, but the meta started up, and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to play against people who only use the meta, and uh -huh. I don't want to do it because that's boring. So I was like, it, everything about it, 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 all of those like collectible card games go like that so yep. fast that I'm they always like. Meta. Yeah, just f fine. Forget it. <laughs> I mean, luckily with, with this, they're actually fixing it. Like right now, the meta has been, for those that play Marvel Snap, Shuri and Thanos decks. And they're doing something as of Tuesday to nerf them. So people can't. So it won't be the, the only, like, majority of the decks people are using will be those two. That's about to change. Does it have any PvE content or is it all well, it is PvP? It's all that, PvP it right now. Yeah, because that was something I really liked well, about Hearthstone back when I was playing. It was like of. I would get burnt out on PvP, and then I'd be like, oh, there's PvE stuff. They, they kept adding every season. There's later. bots nice. you can fight yeah. sometimes, but you don't know when you're fighting a bot unless you're like, mm, this guy really sucks. It's a bot. <laughs> Does that happen they'll, often? They'll play like, oh, if you lose enough, you get bot. So sometimes like I'm, I'm tanking right now, not on purpose, but I just can't fucking seem to win. I'll start fighting bots and then get my rank back. <laughs> No, that's what no that Mike, that's where you say it's on purpose. So that way all the people will be like, oh, that's why <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a good I don't have a broken deck. I right feel now. like sure, what we I say? feel like Snap missed it up. I feel like Snap missed an opportunity here by not actually using Doom bots as your bots. 
just like you know put the little doom symbol just call it doom bot so that you know it's a bot i feel like that's a missed opportunity right there there are doom bots in the game you that you can summon when you play dr doom you summon doom bots I, don't, I really like the game. I almost have a complete pool three set. I'm missing one card from pool three, which is the big for the the big like where most of the cards, like 80 some cards are in of the however many cards are in this game. That's what the majority of them are in. But they're adding two more. I don't have next week. So then I'll be short again. But I don't either. I don't want either of the cards they're going to give me. But I don't know. I, I really like it. I, I do every mission. I wake up in the morning. I do my missions. I do my dailies all day. I don't really play a whole lot. I mean, sometimes I'll screw around and just apparently just lose constantly. But unless I have missions, I try it. I don't play as much, but I just love the game. I mean, I, I mean, I, the, I put like 15, 16 hours into it a week at this point. So I'm like, yeah, I have my 10 bucks. It's fine. No, it's, like, it's got really good. It's got really good bones. And as, as somebody who's played a lot of TCGs and CCGs, I can really appreciate the, ter- in terms of its strategy and gameplay, I think it's really well executed. And they, they're making a big change come Tuesday where like you can get cards easier. Like you have a pool three, which has, 80 some cards which are hard to get but now every month you get a free card from that set you can just pick what you want and so it's it'll make it a little easier you can't buy them with tokens but the way it took tokens took i mean it would take me sometimes a month just to get the one card anyway but now you get more tokens than you can then use to buy series four and five cards so they're trying to promote because i they were upset that they like they put this token system out and people are just saving up and buying trying to finish pool three and not doing what they wanted them to do so they changed the system but you get more you get more currency and everything's the same price. So it'll be easier for people to get new cards. There's one of the biggest upsets. A new card comes and everybody gets fucking pissed because you can't. It's so expensive and, and so unattainable unless you've been playing some, for a lot, like since the beta. So a lot of people are angry. <laughs> so they're fixing it. Oh, it's, oy, I, oy, I, never, I never get into mobile games and I've just been a, I love this game. Like it's weird. And I'm, at this point I'm just, I'm just in. So I spent enough money. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'm in. <laughs> I, I recommend those that play, even if you don't like you don't have I don't feel like I, I think they're going to fix it where you don't have to spend money, where you don't feel like the season pass cards are unbeatable. Like Nimrod is the current one, which is not that amazing. And the next one coming up is Hit Monkey, which I can't wait to have. But it's also not that amazing, like where it's going to, like, you know, break the game. They'll be fine. So that's nice. They're making some good changes to the game, too. I think as long as they stay on top of changes like that, it might be good news for the long-term health of the game. Yeah. No, they, they try to fix everything and they keep track. I mean, like the, people keep complaining about one of these cards and it, they, they, they nerfed a few cards. Whenever they see that only people are playing a certain deck, they nerfed it. They changed out. They changed. So people have to come up with new stuff. They did kill one yeah. card essentially, but that's okay. <laughs> Leader for those that, if you play Marvel snap, it was, it would mimic whatever you did on their side. So people would just play that card. And all the cards you put down on turn six would just go on the, on the other person's side, so you just lose. They nerfed the fuck out of that card. Yeah, it's a great game. That's <laughs> all I've been playing that I can talk about that isn't for the show. <laughs> I don't play anything else. I, I, I've i been meaning to, but I've just been too bit. I just haven't had time. Not because of Marvel Snap, just because I don't have time. <laughs> you do know that they have vampire survivors on phones now. I have and that's, like, deck. that's like I, an actual good game that you can play on your phone. I put too many mo- hours into that game. The mobile I, I'm done with that. I bought the DLC. I put a lot of time into the vampire survivor, but I got to the point where the only achievements I was missing was I had to do like the 31 minute things. And I just, that was the end of that. Oh. But no, I, I played a lot of vampires. The 31 minute stuff is easy. You just have to get the, uh, the endless where the reapers don't come. I mean, like, the, I remember getting the rings. You talking about that, or you talking something? Is this something new? No, no, no. It's it's an it's another thing. It's a it's a game mode uh, oh. where the reapers don't come. You can just have an infinite. Oh, and that will get you the achievement. 
Yep, absolutely. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I feel like, uh, God, what the fuck? What meme is that? Damn it, I'm in. Yeah, that's what just yeah, happened. Yeah, no, get back into Survivor. Oh. Get back into Vampire Survivors. The DLC came out on the phone version. It's fantastic. Well, you can't see this, but I'm not. I got a Steam Deck to the left of me. That that's how you play Vampire Survivors. The, okay, it's the number one reason to own a Steam Deck. Unfortunately, <laughs> I I have I have all of the achievements on uh, Xbox. I just <laughs> bought the DLC for the Steam version that I had all the achievements on besides the DLC, uh, and no, I just I'm, got the uh, in. the DLC for the phone version. I friggin' can't stop playing that game. Because you have no reason I quit playing. But I won't play it. I just, it's my, it was like a lot of times it was my nighttime game. I would take to bed with me like, okay, I'll just play a little bit. But then every round would go over half an hour because I just, my character was good enough. And I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah, I I have characters. Like if I'm trying to do something, I'll just set my character, get my loadout that I like, and then just put my phone down or whatever (laughs) and just let it go. (laughs) You don't need to be around it if if you have the right loadout. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. That's that's what I... But yeah, maybe, okay, maybe I'll get me back into it, because I have been curious to play it, but it was just the fact that I couldn't get those achievements, I lost interest. Yeah, you absolutely can. <laughs> okay, I, I might end up... I I never uninstalled it. It's just, it's just always installed on my, my Steam Deck. Just one of those games. Yeah. I think so. I, like, have been on this show on and off for, like, I don't know, three, four months, and it always comes up. It's never a game that people are like... <laughs> It's just always there. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been playing that. It's still great. And uh, I'll say it every time. Hey, if you like that game, you should check out Magic Survival on the phone. <laughs> it's basically the game that was uh, stole. Uh, the Vampire Survivor stole everything from. Uh, yeah, so. Magic Survivor is great. Uh, it is. But it's very it's very different. And I like put is. that out like, oh, you shouldn't just play if you like it. It's like, yeah, they're different enough that like I yeah. think it's worth checking out. And it's free. And, so. and the art style on Magic Survivors is so yes. cool. Oh. I love the way that that game looks very limbo-esque is kind of close to compared to but it's still really good like yeah. it's more you know so yeah cool yeah, I'm, really you're the first person who's heard of it so that's really neat <laughs> <laughs> i play a lot of video games <laughs> that's good there, some people i i think personally there's nothing wrong with that yeah but. i i mean once we get to the tv and and movie section you're gonna hear me say i haven't watched anything because if i have time to sit down it's I'm not watching anything. I'm going to play a game. My man. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I mostly watch TV while I eat or why I why I edit. That's usually how my TV mm. watching goes. Oh, my my podcast requires too much like editing and production. So I can't watch something while I'm doing that, unfortunately, because I would love to. But mine's on purpose, so I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I purposely, the way that this is recorded and the way that I do all this, I like there's a good buddy of mine that I'll, I'll give a shout out. Bill Tucker, our podcast gamer looks at 40, where he freaking like cuts up like a couple of us have been on that. Steve had he cuts up interviews like he posts an interview for something mm-hmm. that I talked with him like two years ago and he puts it on. I'm like, man, what you do is incredible. I will never fucking do it, but it is incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I, so, yeah, ours ours is a scripted thing, so it it's like a fully produced scripted thing. So it's like you know, a half an hour of podcast is four hours worth of work. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. We're not here to talk about podcasts. We're here to talk about video games. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whatever. I just as long as I produce these every month. That's what <laughs> it's been. Almost two years I've been doing this particular episode, this particular type of episode. So. And Michael, any what games you've been playing besides Vampire Survivors? 
Oh, I, well, in order to get ready for the Elden Ring DLC, I platinumed that. um, Nice, man. And then I looked at the games, like the Souls games, and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to platinum Demon Souls now. (laughs) Hell yeah. So I've been playing the the remake of Demon Souls, which is maybe the best looking game I've ever played. Uh, and it's also Demon Souls, so it's one of the best games I've ever played. <laughs> I'm in love with that Demon Souls remake. I, I do want to play it. Oh, it's so good. I might put the original on this show and then play it on a PS3 emulator and cheat. But oh, okay. that's that's heavy. That's heavy. You know me. I don't have time. <laughs> oh no, I no, I just mean playing the original Demon Souls. It's oh. uh, it's something. It won't be so bad when I can save state and reload, so it'll be just fine. <laughs> no, it's just there's like an item that has like a JPEG, I think, of a developer's cat. Like it's there's a level that's a product of the time that mm-hmm. is even inter- and it's just it's why like a lot of that sort of jank charm that was there, they completely removed the remake, <laughs> as far as I'm aware anyway, because I haven't played it. I've, I've I've played like an hour or two, but it, there's something very special about the original Demon Souls in that regard. So it's and yeah. it's oof. The the original Demon Souls, um, it took me a while to get into it because I did play it when it first came out and I didn't get it back then. It didn't click until after Bloodborne. But then when I went back to it, I was like, oh, this game is if it wasn't for Bloodborne would be my favorite game of all time. The original Demon Souls is just and you're right. <laughs> part of it has to do with that jank and the weirdness. But, but that game is impeccable there's there i can't find a flaw in that game all right it's always been on my list to, to I, I do want to try it so many games oh. yeah there's a lot of games <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna try to platinum bloodborne or have you platinum bloodborne before oh i but that was the first one i platinum okay Blo- a- bloodborne is a, my absolute favorite game of all time i have two bloodborne tattoos <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's, that's what the tattoo. <laughs> i really like bloodborne Oh, it's it's so great. Mm-hmm. And I'm I mean, I'm an old man, so I've been playing like literally since the Atari and people seem to gravitate to like the stuff that they played when they grew up. But I'm like, no, let's get to the future, baby. And I can't wait until something takes over. Bloodborne is my favorite, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I'm hoping that they do more with with Bloodborne. I, I would love to see that get ported to like PS5 or PC, too, would be great. Just to give it more options. Yeah, I, I would like to see uh, like a 60 frames per second. People are like, oh, why don't you just make the original 60 frames a second? And they don't understand that the combat is built around 30 frames per second. So if you made it 60 frames per second, you wouldn't be able to play it. They would have to redo the whole thing. I was still yeah, checking. No. I'm, it's really sad. Blood War wasn't on that NVIDIA game leak from like a year to two years ago. Oh. Uh... <laughs> I yeah, my friends talk about it all the time. I I don't. I hope it happens. I, there's no reason it shouldn't. But that game needs to be accessible, and it's not. And it's 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 heartbreaking. It happens a lot, unfortunately. I mean, I I go through and I play a lot of licensed games now, just because. Well, I say, oh, that's the only way to get a hold of them half the damn time. So I always think about that. But no, I mean, Blood War, I mean, I'm glad it it exists. At least PS4 is still current enough. But it really should be on PC just to give mm-hmm. you more options. But I get it if if it's if it's hard to do, I get it completely. Yeah, I mean, they would again, they would have to remake the entire game, which is fine. They should. And (laughs) the the most amount of people should be able to play that game. 
it is it is sad because some people just aren't going to buy PlayStation yeah. stuff. So those people just aren't going to be able to play that game, which is a tragedy. I loved it. I played it a little bit a few months before I started this podcast, back when I used to could play games like that. And I had an amazing time with Bloodborne. I think I did every boss. I did every boss except for the Chalice bosses. And I couldn't, and I didn't beat Orphan of Kos or Kos because I just uh, didn't. I was like, yeah, fuck this. And I just left. Yeah, Orphan is is a rough one. But I did everything else. So I yeah, was, we'll, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> we could talk about Bloodborne some other time uh, off <laughs> of the podcast. Otherwise, this will just be a Bloodborne podcast. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, thought about it. doing an episode, but then I feel like I need to replay it again, and I just don't have the time. For that. I mean, you know, we sort of mentioned how much that game deserves a remake. You know, I could think of a game that's very deserving of a remake and is coming, and I can't wait, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> and I've been playing it, and it's Resident Evil 4, and Dan Reichert, a giant bomb, said it's the best remake ever, and I, ah, I can't. I can't. I'm so excited. <laughs> I I've played the demo the for like 20 hours at least. Just kidding. Okay, like sorry. What tens? I'm like, oh, damn it! I, like, I don't, I don't want to buy a current gen or you know a next well current gen now system. Like I don't care about PS5 and and you know Xbox whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> X Series X. But I'm like Xbox fill in the blank. <laughs> Xbox. I hate Xbox. Thing. I hate their naming convention now. Yeah, but oh, it's oh, it's so good. Like I said, I played 20 hours, so I have to mention it. You know, it's just required for this podcast. That's why. It's not because I want to talk about it. <laughs> I, but yeah, I just, oh. I'm happy that it that it turned out to be that good. Like, because Resident Evil 4, the original, is one of my favorite games of all time. Resident Evil is still a go tier game. It just is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think this is gonna blast it out of the water in my heart in a way that makes me sad. That like I can go back and play four, but I'm not gonna want to. I'm just gonna be like, why would I do that when I can just go play the remake? Like, it's so good. It's oh, oh. And that's I just the demo. when I get to it in, in like five years. <laughs> oh Mike, it hurts. I I haven't uh, had a game that I've been like I kind of want to call out of work for until this, and I'm, at least a hot minute. But oh, I called I think it we'd... for school when Resident Evil Four came out. I was oh, sick see? that day. My friend didn't believe me, but I actually was sick. But I went and took out the game, obviously. But <laughs> I, I think we just got some copies off the last truck at my work, and it's also a game I have not and would not ever do this. TMTM but I would consider taking one before it came out <laughs> more than any other game that has come to my store at this early release. But I'm going to, I'm probably when I'm on breaks, I'm just going to go stare at it. Even though I'm buying a digital copy, just be like, Oh, look at it. It's so pretty. And I can touch it and look at it. Oh, uh, that's where you got to make sure your system doesn't connect to the internet. I'm like, Hmm, how'd you get this? No, I'm, I'm going to buy it digitally. Cause I, I, I actually, so I was playing the demo a lot in, in my living room. I you know, watch it fair. So my partner kept watching. They're like, oh, I really want to watch you play this game. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to play it on my Series S because I don't know if my computer could run it well enough that I feel like it would be worth it. Yeah. And then I casually went back here at some point and I downloaded it and I played it. And I was like, oh, it's so pretty. And I was playing even better than I was at the TV because our TV is like probably 10 years old. And it's just the, the image is sharper and I was just a lot more like tuned in and I was like kicking ass and I'm like, oh, this feels so good. And I was like, hey, I love you. I think I have to buy this on my PC. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they're like, that's OK. I really still want to watch you play. I'm like, I know. And they're like, what if I buy it on my PlayStation account? So I'm probably going to play a normal run in the living room and then a pro run at my computer. And I'm just going to. Oh, I'm so excited. How far is the demo up to? The demo goes until the first sort of major fight in the game, which is at the village. It's probably about, I think, if you, especially if you watch the cutscenes, maybe like a 25, 30 minute demo. Wait, um, where so, Salvador comes up, right? Yeah. Yeah. First okay, so yeah just like guy. the original demo. 
Oh, yeah, so, exactly. So it just it's just the good part of Resident Evil Four. I'll 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 just play the demo and then I can skip the rest of the game. I'm oh, sorry. Hold on. I'll be one second. <laughs> okay, I'm here. I'm good. What? I sorry, used to I have that out. demo. <laughs> it's not worth out. money. But I had that fucking demo, but I I threw it away at some point or just got rid of it. Oh, yeah, no, it, um, I mean, it's really fun, and it, I, there's a lot, the, just the fact they had two secrets in there of a fully powered up TMP item you could get by doing some weird sh- stuff, and then, uh, they had, like, the, he's, like, an ultimate Salvador fight, he has, like, a white bag, and he has, like, this chainsaw that has, like, red on it, almost looks like fire, and it's not really cool. Fun. Yeah, but it was fun that they had these, kind of, like, Resident Evil 7 demo kind of had secrets kind of like that I think is what they were calling for and it definitely definitely was fun to feel that TMP because like I didn't care for the TMP in the original but using this it was just like oh it's so satisfying <laughs> I'm just happy to hear people are loving it I mean so Michael are you like more of an old school fan of Resident Evil then like before it went actiony uh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I I couldn't stand I never could stand four I hated four when it came out and I've hated every iteration that's come out. I love one, two, three, seven, I think is my favorite one. Um, and then uh, like I sort of fell off of eight because it started so strong and then it turned stupid like four five and six. So I was like, I was like, you know what? And then the ending of eight was so stupid. We could go through Resident Evil games. Um, <laughs> I have to talk about what I, I love and eight. hate about all of them. <laughs> I was just curious. I mean, you must have loved. Did you love the two remake then? The two and three remake. Uh, the two remake is better. I think the three remake is way better than people give it credit for. But I think seven might be the perfect Resident Evil game. And also, if we want to talk about remakes that we're excited for, uh, Silent Hill two. That remake is oh. coming out for PlayStation Five, and I can't get excited for that game. I know uh, it's Bloober team and they're yeah, whatever. That's, that's it. But I feel like Silent Hill 2 is like sort of too sacred for them to screw with it too much. Yeah, the trailer I, I, that might be wishful you know. thinking, but that's just how <laughs> where I am at it right now. Uh, the trailer gives me hope. I, they have already tweaked with some stuff that some of the fan base from what I've interacted with has weird feelings about, like the fact that they made him older uh, officially. Uh, was kind of an interesting choice. Like, I don't know, but again, since they're working with some uh, some of the core of the original team with Silent Hill 2, that also gives me some comfort. But man, if anyone could fuck it up with all those sort of safeties in place, I would bet money it's blooper. So yeah, I, I we'll see when that time goes. But I am also really excited. I am yeah. not excited for the movie. I'm fool. Oh, I get on about We're getting that. a movie too? Yeah, it was one of the schlue things they revealed when they kind of released all this stuff. They revealed that they were making a movie and it was just it was either confirmed then or recently. But I read about recently that the same director did all the other ones coming back again. And I yeah, I cannot stand that man making those movies. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, for the most people, it's probably the right choice. But I how it makes me angry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I I have no interest. I I don't I'm not when I replayed two for this show a couple years ago, I did not enjoy it. What can I ask? I know it's small tangent. Why was it like the shitty combat, which is intentional but weird? It was a combination of stuff, but that was <laughs> one of it, yeah. And the story. I don't like who you're playing as when you know who he is, and it bothered me. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Just, well, yeah, that's the point. That's the point. I know. I, <laughs> I don't know. I had a bad experience. I want to go back and replay it again for this show before the remake comes out, just because I want to see if maybe I was just in the wrong mood when I played it. Because sometimes, you know, you play a game, you're not in the right mindset for that game. 
Did you ever uh, play I, three? I did. Yeah, we did three oh. and we did four. How'd you feel about three? I like three a lot. Okay. Good. Yeah. Three is again, I think underrated. I know a lot of people love it, but like people like, Oh yeah. I mean, obviously it's not as great as two, but it's, it's pretty close to as great as two. I enjoyed it more, but I like the character a lot better mm-hmm. than James. Cause James yeah. is a piece of shit. So yeah, James sucks. Like oh. that's not <laughs> plank of wood piece of shit. Yeah. That's <laughs> I know that's the, the point, but so. the yes. coolest of takes <laughs> is that James sucks. No, I know. I if I went into a room and so I was like, hey, I love James. He's such a great fun character. I'd be like, I don't want to talk to you right now. I want to be out of this room, actually. <laughs> but yeah, I I mean, he, he again should be with like the, that meme with Fight Club. If you idolize these characters, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yep. He, uh, he would the definitely point. have he would definitely have something on his dating profile that would attract a certain type of <laughs> <laughs> like. Just, you know, you see these guys dating profiles that are like, you know, uh, women are lazy and and this and that and like just horrible misogynistic stuff. And you know that that would have been James. That's a pyramid <laughs> sexual. <laughs> oh, gross. What is something that you've been playing? So I've been kind of hopping back and forth lately between I've been on PS4 and Switch a little bit. Thing is, I sprung for the expansion pass on the Switch when I found out that the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance libraries were coming in. So I had to hop on board with that. And I'm just, I've been enjoying the whole new world of things open back up to me. I went back in to start playing Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Cause that was hey, one of I'm the that right coolest now. Game Boy Advance games uh, from that generation. It's, it has the feel that the old Super Mario RPG did. And that is like one of my top 50 goats. And it's not really a sequel in any way, but it has all the fun and the charm and the humor and it's just so much fun to play, and it's bright, and it's vibrant. And I've just been dabbling in that when I'm on the handheld, when I'm when I'm not on the PlayStation. Um, but if I got to talk about anything today, for the most part, um, probably the best thing that I've played recently, and probably the best thing I've played in a while, uh, was I went through uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, that's hey, good. And, I've also been dabbling in that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I went through the whole thing on that, the full platinum run, and it was. I had heard so many great things about it from a lot of people, and it was one of those things that was free on the PlayStation Plus. That's where like, most of my games come from anymore. So when I was when I was looking for something to to play, I'm just like, okay, this looks this looks great, and I was I was more than pleasantly surprised. It was smooth. The characters were phenomenal. I, I love Grease. Grease is amazing. It's like the best new Star Wars character I've seen in a long time. But I love that it doesn't get over gimmicky with you. Like you're just you know you're just kind of basic jedi in terms you know you have force push and force pull and the jump and that's really about it in your lightsaber skills so you're not like this it's you don't start out as this kid and become this op god by the end of the game like a lot of other games in general do like you're still pretty basic at the end of the game even though you're very prominent in your well, they couldn't make power powerful scheme. well no no be I, like well where was he well, well, yeah, well, especially too, given, you know, the, the end of the game, and I'm going to leave that under wraps in case there are some people that don't want that spoiled. Um, Hi, how you doing? That's me. Yeah, yeah but, I remember but the I ending. Mean, I beat it. But yeah, but given, you know, how, the end of the game and, it, you know, the game remembers where your place is in the universe. But I, and then, I, you know, Jedi Survivor's coming out here real soon, and it's, I probably won't get that immediately. I'll probably wait on it, but. If it's well, anything as as the first game, it should be like really good. So I was really, really happy to play Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, Because anything yeah. Star Wars, if it takes place in that era, has to be careful because they they have to get rid of said characters 
before Luke shows up. They can't be around. Like if, if you are caught up with like all the Star Wars stuff, like any character they've had, like in Rebels or things, where they if they don't kill them off, they got to make sure they put them away somewhere where they can't be involved. Yeah, kind of like what they did in Rogue One. They kill everybody off. You're like, yeah, yeah, you guys can't be here. So you all die now. Bye. <laughs> Uh, Episode four coming. You guys gotta go. Bye. I see. I've only played a few hours of it, but I've been enjoying it. We, my friend, he's uh getting ready to start a tabletop game just tomorrow. We're having session zero of a system called Laser, or not Laser the Feeling. Sorry, Into the Dark, Blades in the Dark. Um, but it's all sci-fi themed. It's like a sci-fi variant of this really popular system, and it's literally. It's literally basically Star Wars in the booklet. They call it other things. They call it the way as opposed to the force. But I was in a mood for something. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to play, you know, and I, the character I was picking, it's going to be like a former Sith Inquisitor, basically. So I was like, yeah, I'll do something. And my friend recommended like, yeah, you should play some of that. And it helps. It's just getting me in the mood for it in a way that I'm really enjoying. And it's been really easy to just kind of pick up. Also, shout out because I Googled it. It's on Steam right now for the regular edition for $4 and the deluxe edition for $5. So that's a pretty goddamn good deal, if you ask me. So yeah. will hopefully be out during the Steam summer sa- or winter sa- spring, whatever the hell that we are in uh, right now. Yeah, if it's, I think it ends in only like seven days. So if not, it sucks to be you. <laughs> Should got it while it was hot, you punk. But I, yeah, I'd also highly recommend. It's also on Game Pass or EA Play if you want to do that. I don't know what you would, but you know. You don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do. I did really like uh, Force Unleashed, but I don't like the it sounds like you're throwing some shade at my boy Starkiller. And uh, I don't appreciate <laughs> that. Oh, I've been that was the other game I've been thinking about a lot because uh, <laughs> the I'm I even was researching it. The style, the way he wields his lightsaber, Starkiller is the way my character is going to do it in the tabletop game. And I did a whole thing about researching what that was called and why. Uh, but yeah, no, Starkiller is a, oh, I, there is an edgy little place in my heart and Starkiller and Shadow the Hedgehog hang out there and I love them so much <laughs> and I don't like to talk about them in any of the context because that's embarrassing. I'm like, no, there's edgelords. God, I wouldn't even twirl hair and finger think they're cool. God, no. <laughs> I get it. You're good. I mean, I, fortunately, it's a great game, but I don't know if I, I haven't played it in a while. I mean, I did it for this show and I'm, I'm good after that, so. Oh, just don't play two. I hate two. Like I, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't two put two in the terrible, show. Like, right? Two is a, <laughs> I don't want to go back to it. It's fine to play, but it does not need to exist at all. And it's like four hours long, and it's just and like, hey, well, like, what if you're a clone, but maybe not? But does it matter? Whoa, big brain. All right, end the game. Get out of here. And you're like, well, I wanted three. All right, and- thanks. Yeah, we're not wow, getting okay. three, so I lost interest. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who thought that way about two. I think it's fine if you have very low expectations, but like compared to what the original was yeah. and did, and compared yeah. to like Fallen Order, it's like that you are nothing. You are a blink in the sand of time. Get out of here. <laughs> I've not played either of them, but everybody that I've ever heard from has that same thing about Unleashed 2. They're just like, yeah, why why am I playing this? It's just it's it very fails rushed. in comparison. It has a lot of issues. It has a lot of issues of that nature. It, it should. It, just, one, it wasn't ready, great. and they didn't care. They just like we're putting out anyway. We don't give a shit, and that. So surprise, you get this. That's kind of the best way to describe it. It's Star Wars. It'll make us bank. Publish it. Yeah, especially back then, that was enough to be like, yeah, it's good enough. Which uh, back then, my friend and I had a really a fun conversation just about it because Soka from the show, uh, you know, in Clone Wars, learns from. Luke, or not Luke, whoop, whoops, learns from Edge Boy Master. I don't know Star Wars very well. Fun fact, we're getting into this. I small reveal of the hand. Anakin, and she predominantly does that sort of behind the back style. 
And then, funnily enough, in the this other game that came out later and was like not related, but it was like, hey, he learned from Darth Vader, and you know what he does? That behind the back style, and that was really that was a fun thing we talked about. Just being like, it's interesting because why it does, and apparently the main reason for that type of style is primarily to go against blaster fire, which makes sense in a lot of both contexts. And I was like, huh, neat, just fun little stuff about Star Wars. Okay, don't mind me, just info dumping. <laughs> <laughs> well, you learned it. You gotta. You gotta Do something get it out with it. There. Yeah. What good is that knowledge if you can't share it with somebody, whether they with want a bunch it or not? Or they want it or not. That's, well, don't I'm worry. There'll be sure over 100 my, people that hear this. And they that's share my it with podcast where invented someone. I know this. And I need to just let the world know. <laughs> One other game I've been playing, kind of like Mike, I mentioned every time, is uh, Dead by Daylight. And as we were talking about Silent Hill, I'm going to post my Plus James memes that I get. Because uh, it, funnily enough, James is a character in Dead by Daylight, and it's one of the few skins what I own. What is this? <laughs> oh, I hate I, this. I, I, I hate certain, it. I live in certain shitposting groups, and my Silent Hill shitposting group loves to talk, like put James in this light as a joke, and it's very what fun to have him. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, For those that can't yeah. see, which is everyone but us, he posted a picture of James from Silent Hill 2 like half naked for some reason. So, uh, buffed out with buff. a sweet little tat. And I will post this in the Discord when the day comes. I oh. think that's just the best place for people to be like, and it plugs the Discord. Hey, this channel has a Discord. If you want to see this image, go look. But anyway, uh, Dead by Daylight, solid, still hanging out, doing its thing. Really kind of saying super stagnant and okay, but I'm still not going to stop playing it. I have I'm a glad it exists. Yeah, I, I'm I hopeful. They keep, so the interesting thing that they are keep doing is they do uh, surveys for the community every like, I don't know, three months. And they always ask really interesting questions. And the last survey, and a lot of times they they take action on it based on what people have said. And like, you know, they crash back. Like, oh yeah. Two surveys ago, they asked this. Now this update, we're getting that. And they did ask kind of like what game mode additions would be exciting. And they talked about PVE stuff, which I think would be weird. I don't know, but they did do a whole dating sim about the killers for the, for the monster fucker fans out there. Uh, so, you know, at this point, I'm hopeful they'll do anything because I think everything they do that's the same is just kind of like, yeah, it's fine. But it's when they do weird stuff, uh, like if they put in a buff James skin, for example, it would sell like hotcakes. I mean, I'm it's a weird place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just a weird thing. As an outside observer, I, I always find it I, I find it kind of cool, actually, just like how devoted to Dead by Daylight that core of its gamers seem to be. And I seem to notice that you're like of one of two houses like you're either one of these core devoted dead by daylight players or you're just not really interested in it all but i think that's good for the game that it's got that intensely devoted core that you know we're not changing the game much we might add a famous killer here or two but you guys are still eating it up and they are still eating it up and that's good for them and that's all it needs yeah it on steam the number sits around thirty thousand as the last few months um I think when they added Wesker, which was a few killers ago, it spiked to like 40 and then they kind of did some stuff and it definitely trickled back down to 30, but sitting around there <laughs> and that's on steam, but it is kind of interesting. Cause usually also when they release a killer, it'll bump up for a few thousand for a little bit and then kind of go back down or some will stick around for like average steam player counts. Cause that's only the number that we as you know players can see. But the last two killers, I think it didn't actually even come up like it didn't spike really noticeably. And so it's kind of been the big thing it's about to happen is the anniversary event. Um, which is where they're going to hopefully do something, I'm thinking, pretty big. But then more importantly, they're going to, I think, do a new roadmap of like the Isn't next the year. Isn't game getting close to 10 years at this point? Oh, you're probably right. And uh, I mean, they this last year, I think they've made the most significant updates that have really refreshed it, uh, including like adding icons for what other players are doing in the match. So for like solo players, it's easier. 
came in 20 it says this game was released for windows in 2016 doesn't even stay when uh for steam but yeah it's pretty old so i mean it, the fact okay. I, there's also been a lot of other games that have kind of tried to come in but no one again i said this before no one is just able to sort of make that impact the same way of like hey come play me people might play for a little bit but they're like man i'll just go back that by daylight this is i know what i'm doing there i know what's going on so yeah okay uh, steve anything else you've been playing you want to mention Probably my other, I've done a few titles, but my other big one I've done probably since the start of this year was, uh, I did Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, okay. I absolutely adored the crap out of Zero Dawn. Like, it's in my top 50 list of all-time games, because it seems so, it was different, it was cool, and it was fresh, and I just had some jaw-dropping moments in, in Zero Dawn. Um, I like Hor- I like Forbidden West because it still does a lot of things that the first game did right and keeps doing it better. I like, you know, Aloy's still a great character. I think she's a phenomenal character, even if she's a little, like, stagnant personality-wise. And if I have any one big gripe about Forbidden West is that her character doesn't really develop a heck of a lot from the front of the game to the end of the game. But, you know, I like the cast of characters and everybody feels more fleshed out in Forbidden West than they did in Zero Dawn. I I think my problem with it, like, it's a good game. It played well and I enjoyed it from start to finish. I just think my problem was sort of in a way, like, if you go back and play Bioshock and you know how the twist goes, you can't enjoy the game as much. I had the same problem with Forbidden West. Like, all of that awe and wonder and jaw-dropping moments that I had in Zero Dawn, I couldn't experience again. I, I, Zero Dawn was the first game I played on the PS4. And, like, the first time you came up upon a Thunderjaw, and it was just <laughs> this amazing moment. Yeah. Like, it was unparalleled. Your jaw dropped, it looked amazing. And then when you run into the Thunderjaws in Zero in Forbidden West, you're just like, okay, whatever, bring it, I can take it. And there's a bunch of cool new stuff too, you know, like the tremor tusk, the giant elephants and hippo. Like there's some really cool new machines, but it still just doesn't hit that spark. Like I wish that it did, but I mean, all in all, I mean, it's a little behind in my ratings compared to the first game, but from start to finish, I thought it was a a really, a really good journey and a really good time. Okay. I'm definitely curious about it. I, I really enjoyed forbidden West when I played it or no, what's the, no, what's the first one? Zero Dawn, Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Okay, I know you said it, then my brain went to the wrong... I really enjoyed it when I played it, but I've also noticed, like, I've been playing more open-world games for this podcast, and, like, I can't tell if I like them, or I just get up, get addicted to the dopamine hit of, ooh, I did, a, I did a task, I just keep doing tasks, and I can't say I'm having fun or not, I just keep doing tasks. So I get yeah, yeah, I had... I had a very similar experience with Forbidden West, because I argued for Zero Dawn as my game of the year over Breath of the Wild. Like, I enjoyed Zero Dawn immensely. That would be for me, but I'm not big. I'm not as big on Breath of the Wild as everybody else is. Yeah, I I also don't. I'm not a huge fan of Zelda in general, but that's, again, for a different thing. (laughs) But but when I was playing Forbidden West, it it was like it was rubbing me the wrong way, because not only is Aloy not doesn't develop in this game, it seems like she goes backwards from where she was at the end of zero dawn she goes back like because it felt like she learned the lesson of oh i need other people in my life by the end of zero dawn and then at the beginning of forbidden west she's right back to where she started no that's absolutely fair i wasn't a fan of that and and forbidden west is it did a thing 
where everything in that game needed to be like there had to be a thousand things per square inch no matter where you went. So it's like, wow, this is technically impressive, but it is hard on the eyes. It is hard to look at that game. <laughs> like technically impressive, but like weirdly very ugly because there's so much going on in it. To go back to your point for a second, you were talking about, you know, Aloy kind of regressing and I and I it kind of didn't hit me till just right now. But I think the point more is that Aloy sees her friends or allies as tools they're they're things that she needs to accomplish a specific goal that she knows is too big for herself Mm -hmm. that were it probably not for their facilitation and their necessity to get her end goal done that she probably wouldn't be giving two shits about them yeah, and but it doesn't feel like that i mean it, it didn't feel like that at the end of zero dawn to me anyway no, you're uh, right about that. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it feels that way sort of throughout that entire game, which I, I got about three quarters of the way through it. And I was like, ever since I got COVID, I, I get weird headaches when I look at stuff. Like, I can't hardly play first person games anymore because I get these bad headaches. And that game just gave me such a headache. I was like, I'm not enjoying this enough to power through it. So I didn't even I didn't even get all the way through it, but she it it just felt like she regressed and she was learning the same lessons that she did in the first game. And I'm like, this takes place right after that first game. Why are we going back to learning these same lessons? And I am still looking at this muscly James and I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see it because I have other stuff. Is that is that one of those things that the more you're looking at it, your eyes are just hurting? Like, because I respect that. I'm not saying I don't. I also can't I believe just, I'm gonna I'm gonna load up Vampire Survivors. I think today. So yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since I thought about that game. So I'm like mm-hmm, impressed. Now you're now you're just thinking about Vampire Survivors. What are we even doing recording a That's podcast? About you Marvel could Snaps, be playing so. Vampire Survivors. Okay. Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, hey, you can easily play Vampire Survivors and record a podcast. I've done it. It's not hard. Doesn't that oh, game I've done it as well. <laughs> I set up a I set up a second computer in my podcast recording thing so that I could play Vampire Survivors while I was doing podcasts. Yeah, there's not much. There's not much needed when you're playing it. No, just, no. Just kind of put it on, like yep, yeah. You know let's just get it started, and then it'll it'll do the rest itself. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes it great. Oh, Michael, any other games that you want to mention? Not really. I, I am one of those weirdos who still plays rock band to this day. Oh, oh what do you Nothing mean? Nothing wrong with that. If I had a rock band setup, I'd be playing that right now. I wouldn't be fucking here. God. <laughs> Sorry, I can make you upset real fast. So <laughs> I, I bought a Guitar Hero set, uh, the last one, Warriors of Rock, I think it was. And I never played it. And then when I finally went, when I because I didn't have room in my basement that I was living in, renting, and then I got an apartment, I just I kept it with me for like, I think I moved that thing around for like seven years out of two different apartments I lived in. And finally I get a house. All right, I'm going to play it. And I went and take it out of the box. And I was missing stuff. Oh, so oh. it just all went right in the garbage. I'm like, no, nope, we're done. Bye. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a drummer. So I, I got the, I got the symbol kit for it. So I have the whole thing and it just helps me. Cause it's, it's way less loud. My drums, you can't see it cause we're not on video, but they're right <laughs> behind me. They're set up in my living room. So I don't get to play them nearly as much as I would like to. So, you know, I play rock band and anybody who says 
that, you know, oh, it's just fake things. Play the drums on expert and you're just drumming. So that is completely viable as a musical instrument, like (laughs) to help you learn. But I also enjoyed the guitar parts of it, too. And my mom just dug my speaking of games. My mom found my mom just dug my Xbox 360 out of the basement. So I hooked that back up and I've been playing like Beatles rock band and Guitar Hero 5. I don't have the drums for for the Xbox 360 anymore, but I have been playing guitar on those. I I just I love rhythm games like I do. I I started with Parappa and I've I've just been going ever since like besides besides like metroidvanias music games are like right up there for me i tried to play rock band beatles and i have a guitar and i went and pulled it out but apparently at some point i put duct tape on the guitar not by choice i'm I'm not the one that i was my kid when he was little he loved duct tape and it doesn't (laughs) like it doesn't click right because it has sticky on it i'm just like i can't enjoy this oh that's too bad and and the stuff is so expensive now yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. it's you're it's, past yeah. the point where I mean, I bought, I still have two guitars. One's the wired one, but it, and I have a wireless one. But it's just like that time has passed. Like I, I went through my face. I mean, I'm. It's good that you're still playing it because they're still great. They're they're, they're great so stuff. great. I still I, in my I, living room. I still have so I still have my PS3 and I have the two guitars, a pair of mics, and the drum set sits behind the two. Now, unfortunately, I haven't turned it on in like four years, but I don't. <laughs> Well, it just my problem is, is I keep wanting to just kill the backlog. And it's like, if I got time, I want to be killing my backlog. Not yeah, you don't want to be a hero. Yeah. But I always keep it hooked up because I'm like, eventually I'm going to have that urge to just want to go back. And I have that urge frequently to just go back and turn it on. And the beauty of it is, is all I have to do is turn the PS3 back on and probably do like, you know, 14 hours worth of system updates. But I can just <laughs> like I can just go right back in and play it. And I've still I've still got, you oh. know, all the ones that I had. Because I got like I had the Guitar Hero Five and Metallica and the Van Halen versions for the for the PS3 and it's I, and I can just yeah I can go all night. I, know, I wonder I know that if feeling. we'll ever get them back again. I'm assuming we'll, they'll never get, they'll never go back down that road. Like it'll be a long time before we get anything yeah. like that again. Yeah, I think unfortunately, it, it's like a core of people just like Dead by Daylight or you know anything like that. It's like it's down to a core base of players and it's going to be very hard to get new people in and especially when the 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 cost of entry is high like in a in a rock band yeah and it didn't it wipe out a company i think mad cats got wiped out by them (laughs) because they made so much of that stuff and they couldn't sell it yeah that sounds right (laughs) there's also another problem too i think there's they tried to relaunch guitar hero on the next gen consoles i i tried it like i tried to sample on the best buy but the problem was they redesigned the guitar it 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 doesn't it doesn't work like it used to and the new setup is just so much harder at least for somebody that had been playing the old ones the new one seems so much harder to use and like immediately turned me off like i don't even want to try to learn this new system it was it was way harder but also once you got used to it it was great. It, I loved that new Guitar Hero. Nothing on the disc, like the songs on the disc were terrible. But <laughs> when it had the live thing going on, there was some good songs on that thing. And that game was fun, but not enough people playing it. So they, yeah, they yeah. stopped doing the live thing. And, and now it's just like, 
well, I guess I could play these shitty emo songs that are on the disc, but I don't want to do that. And I'm sure there's probably headache anymore about keeping the music licenses. Oh God, keep yeah, trying to you know trying to keep those licenses renewed over and over, which is probably why you will never see this stuff like get relaunched or or re-released. But because we know anything with licensed music is a bitch, and Mm -hmm. eventually ends up causing a game to get delisted because well, we just can't pay for it anymore. Yeah, Rock Band is putting out DLC every week though. That's good that they still I'm glad that that's still there for people who love it, because there are people like you who just who loved it. And I mean, there's some people that don't even play games and just love rock band. So I'm yeah. glad that still exists. Yeah, it's it is great. And every every week, wow. like two to five songs come out and it's like, cool, this is great. I regret that I <coughs> never really got to experience it. it that I mean, cause I when I lived in places where I couldn't really have it. And then so I just I never I had like one time where I played it where my buddy brought it over and my son was like not even two at the time and he's crawling around and he was like, I have a picture of him like climbing near the, the drum set and stuff. But like, I, that was the only time I ever played it. And then I, I finally bought it years later at a Toys R Us and Clarence, but I never actually around to it. And so I figured I was missing the drum. I was missing parts of the drum. That's, that's terrible. Yeah. That's, that's a bummer. I was sad. And then I finally just said, Oh, I also had a, I also had a copy of Rocksmith. I bought it for 20 bucks with the guitar and Sam and I, I lugged that thing around for like eight years before I finally just said, why do I have this still? And just dropped it off somewhere for free. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Goodwill. Like, here you go. Someone will be happy and get rock band with the, with the, with the actual electric guitar. Yeah. There was a time when I was obsessed and I would just buy anything. So I bought Rocksmith, even though I'm not that interested in learning to play real guitar. And also it's like very hard and I'm terrible at it. <laughs> so um i was like but i'm gonna buy this anyway just for a different way to play a rhythm game i bought rock revolution um oh, i remember that garbage i had those i had those terrible guitar hero games for the ds oh and i had that, that like I little that. hand thing that you clipped on and it like gave you hand cramps i yeah. may still have like carpal oh, tunnel to this day because of that thing <laughs> <laughs> I admired what they tried on the DS, but yeah, just the execution just wasn't. There. Yeah, it just and it wor- like it worked technically very well. It was just uncomfortable to do. Plus, I have big hands, so playing on that little tiny guitar thing was rough. Having small hands <laughs> like I do wasn't any better. <laughs> <laughs> so it just sucked, no matter who you were. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. technically worked, but practically no. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I never played it because I just had no, I mean, I just had no interest. But oh, I fucking love Guitar Hero at one point. I, I have all the games. I think I have all, yeah, I bought all the physical discs of those games over the years, but they're just around me. I'm like, do I even need these anymore? So I'll probably never play. Yeah, when I was going through and cataloging my games, I was like, why do I have the Wii version and the Xbox 360 version of Beatles Rock Band and the ACDC track pack. <laughs> <laughs> At one point I had like the Xbox 360, the Xbox one and the Wii drums all in my living room. And my wife is like, you have to get rid of some of these or else you have to live somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I get it though. I mean, this stuff just takes up so much space. Yeah, it's it's a lot where of, you live. Yeah, and even now, I mean, it. Like I said, I have my drum kit in my living room. I have a 
my whole podcast area, she's like, as long as you can fit it in your podcast area, you can keep it. And so now my podcast area has a little hallway that I have to slink through to get to my chair. <laughs> but at least I have all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> My wife can't say nothing. Most of the clutter in here is hers. <laughs> my area is also my work desk for my work from home job. So I, I kind of do what I want in the basement. I have two desks set up, but yeah, no, I, I so yeah. And I have t- tons of games around me that I keep debating what to do with. All of a sudden I've been like, I want to sell all my stuff. I just, cause I'm, I'm, I'm in the emulation. I'm like, I don't need all these copies of rock band games. I'll never play, <laughs> but I can't bring myself to, to part with them either yet. Yeah. I did that too. I, I, when I went through my collection, I'm like, I'm only keeping the physical versions of things that I have attachment to. And it, it was surprisingly easy. Like once you make the decision, I was like, all right, I'm just going to do this. And then once I started packing stuff up, I'm like, all right, this, that was pretty easy. So now I have like one manageable shelf and like a bunch of money at my local, uh, game store that I can use. So it, 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 it's nice to do, but you do have to make the decision and, and stick to it. One day I tell myself that I'm going to, cause I was looking at stuff and I'm like, I don't need a copy of bolt anymore for 360. <laughs> you know, for example, I'm like, I don't need all pro football 2k eight. I think it says over there. Like I don't need these. Why do I have this copy of Marvel Rise of the Imperfects on my GameCube? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the licensed games won't be going, though, when I do that, because those are too hard to get back if I change my mind. It's something I think about from time to time. Oh, uh, Star, do you have any other games that you want to mention? Yeah, there's actually one more I'm really kind of hyped to talk about, because I, uh, I, there's right now currently the March 10th or Mario sale going on, which, like, fuck, if you want to get a Mario game, you might as well do it now, because it won't be on sale again probably for another year. So yeah. next and March so, 10th. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I decided to pull the trigger and I bought Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope because I really like the extra car games. And I actually played the original almost all the way to the end. Uh, and I'm a simp for Rosalina. So I figured, <laughs> hey, why not go find my space waifu? All those things were enough reason for me to be like, yeah, I want to do this. Uh, and it's been really good. It's very simple and like relatively compared to like XCOM. It's really easy. And like, I think there's. I've been playing the hardest difficulty, and there's a lot of stuff that's easy to cheese. I'm through, I think, like 30, 40% of the game because it tells you, and I've only died like once at a boss fight. Oh, that's not so, bad. Yeah, exactly. So I'm having fun with it. And I think it's honestly, like, I don't know, if you like the first one, I'd say you probably the next one. Although I was looking at this, and there was this, uh, I when I bought it, it was like, if you buy the, you know, with the season pass, it's like 20 bucks more. And I was like, eh, I don't really want to do that. And I was like, no, probably not right now. But I was looking at it. Um, here on the website and i noticed uh like i was like i was like oh okay the first chapter looks kind of neat but whatever second chapter looks kind of fun but then in the uh third chapter it had this fucking part that it made me laugh and then sad is someone who wasn't even a big fan of this but post it uh because i'm stalling but i can't imagine what it feels like to still be a stan of Rayman today. It must hurt. It must hurt a lot to be like, hey, <laughs> Rayman's going to be a DLC in the Mario and Rabbids game, but no, Rayman's still not getting a game. And it's like, bro, bro, you poor little f- stands of Rayman one day. That, actually, that was going to be one of the games that I talked about was I, I still play <laughs> Rayman Legends. Uh, I, I, the thing about it is I'm I'm a sucker for daily challenges and stuff. 
and they just keep putting different daily challenges out. So I log on every day and do my daily challenge and or all four daily challenges. And then that's all I play a Rayman. Is it like like new levels kind of like to like run a thing that's difficult? It's, or? it's like either, you know, get as far as you can in this. And uh, it's like sort of uh, procedurally generated versions of the levels that are there. So okay. it it I mean, whatever. It's not a new game, but it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, more hey. Rayman. And I think the platforming, <laughs> the platforming on those new Rayman games, the the UB art ones that they did uh legends and origins i think are like literally the best platforming the best side scrolling platforming it's just it it feels so good to play those games and thank you for reminding me how long it's been since a new one of those games has come out that's what i'm saying i think at this point you need any scrap you could get and i you know i respect the pain that you're in because it sounds hard Something I will say that's been a little challenging with playing it is, and I know they're aware, it's very self-aware by the by the name itself, but they introduced a new rabbit, and her name is Edge, and man, they make her so fucking cool. She Why has do you keep hair. doing this? Oh. And, I'm, and I'm sitting there looking at her, and I'm like, listen, I don't want to say I like this, but I kind of do, and it's upsetting in a way. It's like, I have a type, I get it, but please don't put it on a rabbit. I don't need that. Um... <laughs> The only thing I would say they've added that I don't like is so in the first one, like Mario characters, the rabid versions of the Mario characters don't talk. They just go like, ah, blah, blah, blah. they make little rabid noises. But in this one, they're like, hey, we've learned how to, they even say it in the like the little like guide tip where it's like, actually through technology, we've started learning how to translate the rabid language. I don't know if we really like this. They make some comment like, this might not have been a good idea. And the way they talk is so it's just so uncanny valley for Mario because it's like if Mario's like, whoa, yadaba, and then you have rabbit Mario's like, hey, I'm gonna punch him, and I'm like, please don't say English right now. Stop it. <laughs> I don't need you doing that. And like, or like Luigi Rabbit's like, I forget what he says. I can't even remember him, but just yeah, their little voice lines. And it's like they they make noises when you climb ladders, but somehow, and I'm like, that's fine if you're going, you know, but if you're climbing a ladder, I don't need Mario Rabbit to go, oh, I'm gonna get up here. I'm like, just stop. Just hey, can I have five minutes without you muttering words? Those yeah, no, I'm good. Oh uh, yeah, I need this. No, I mean there is. It's mostly good. <laughs> Everything I like enough that I don't like. That's okay. I could really. I do like an, a rabbit named Edge though. That I like, unfortunately, for more than eight one reason. But we can <laughs> with a with a very Final Fantasy looking sword. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's just basically Buster City up in there. Uh, <laughs> I just know the subtitle of this article is your goth girlfriend is a rabbit now, and now I'm even more upset. <laughs> Are there uh, other games that we want to mention before we go on to movies? I've only just played a couple other odd titles recently. I did Axiom Verge 2. Oh, oh that's month. great. I love Axiom Verge 2. I didn't. Uh, I, no, correct, <laughs> let, me, let, let me correct myself. I didn't play Axiom Verge 1. I only played 2 because it was a freebie. And, like, there was just... To me, I thought the music was stellar. I love those like Middle Eastern and Indian influences in the music I thought was great. But I just thought the game overall was just really mediocre. Like it was fine for a Metroidvania style game, but just as a whole game, I wasn't really thrilled with it. And I think part of it was it's like I, I hated the part in the middle where you're stuck as the drone and you just got stuck at that part for way too long. Oh. And and then I thought to like 
where a really good Metroidvania game knows how to put you in the right direction. There was about an hour of that game. I got stuck in the, in, when you're stuck in the drone. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was off course for like an entire hour, like in a section I didn't need to be in and wasn't supposed to be in. And I'm just like, I don't feel like I'm getting anything done until I looked up a guy and was like, oh, that's why I'm not supposed to be here yet. Oh, <laughs> see, that's why I liked it, because that reminded me of, like, I came up with, like, Metroid and Super Metroid, and those games have that kind of stuff in spades, and they don't do it anymore. Like, I think the Metroidvanias now are a little bit too handholdy, and we'll talk about that on the next episode of this podcast that I'm on. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, that's what I liked about two so much. So if you're looking for an old school Metroidvania uh, Axiom Verge and the first one and the second one are both fantastic. I think okay, one I think one uh, overstays its welcome a little bit more than two does. But I really liked both of those games. And that, no, that's fair. I mean, that's a fair criticism, you know, uh, equating it. But the funny thing was, as I thought, too, because, you know, we, we talk about equate, equating it to like the original Metroid because you know, like the original Metroid is really aimless because, you know, we didn't have map functions and stuff back in that day. Yeah. Um, but I think the only thing that uh, the only other thing that irked me was just like the breach levels that the drone goes into. Like some of them, I don't mind that you feel inspired by Metroid, but there was a lot of those parts that feel that they were just ripped right off of Metroid. Yeah. Like okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with you being inspired by it, but when you're flat out ripping it off, then I'm kind of like, I'm going to take a little umbrage with that. I think so. Then, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't an awful game. I mean, I probably gave it like a six out of 10 and, and, you know, kind of like my own mind here, but I just like, uh, I played it. I platinumed it out. Let's move on. Then hey, you that's probably still pretty good. Platinum, yeah. You probably won't want to play one then if you don't like things that feel like they're ripped directly out of Metroid, because that's sort of the whole first game. Okay, I can kind of see that then. <laughs> I do want to play the first game at some point. Action Verge has been something I've thought about for many years to finally try it. But I, I don't know when I'll ever get to it. But It's cool. It's long. If you're talking about not playing long games lately, uh, Axiom Verge 1 is longer than it has to be. It it felt like... Uh, if you ever played Iconoclast... Ooh, I played that, yeah. I have it's, not. It's very good, but... it there's more of it than there needs to be. And that's, that's, a, that's a very a delicate balance in a Metroidvania because as soon as it starts feeling like it's dragging, I'm like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. That's a good way of putting iconoclasts. Okay. then Yeah. That would probably get to me then too. But the second one's not nearly that long. No, I, you have to do a speed run mode for, a, for the platinum. And I did mine in less than two hours. Okay. I don't sound too yeah. bad then. Yeah. Yeah. One day. <laughs> As always, always so I mean hey, I'm getting more and more games done slowly because of this podcast. So I play stuff I I never got around to. Uh, Michael, do you have any other games that you want to mention? No, just like I've been playing a bunch of uh Souls likes just because there's a bunch of them that are free on PlayStation Plus Extra, like Surge 2, Code Vein. There's something about Souls likes that I'm very bad at. Because, like, I go through the Souls games and, like, I, I feel like I'm not, like, one of these, you know, run through Soul Level 1 runs and stuff. Like, I'm not one of those guys, but I always get through a Souls game, you know, no problem, sort of, you know, five, six times to do a boss. And all of these Souls likes, I always get 
caught up on a boss and I don't understand what it is. I don't know if it's mental or what, but I always get stuck up. Like I tried to play Wo Long. I don't know if anybody played this. I've heard I people talking I've about heard it. Of it. Yeah. yeah, I've heard a lot of people talking about it too. I can't get past the first boss. I played the first boss probably 35 times and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. It feels like I'm hitting this guy with a cardboard wrapping paper tube and I I, I don't understand. So I just gave that one up. I kind of know that feeling. A cu- Last month I started, I was looking for something to play and I looked up Neo 2 because it was in my archives. Hmm. And I looked it up. And I'm like, okay, J- Japan, demons. Okay, this sounds pretty cool. And the ga- I started it out. The game looked great. I uninstalled it three hours in. Yeah. I just could not grasp. Just couldn't yeah. grasp much of it. That was me with Neo 1. I really liked everything it was doing, but I got to like, not even a boss. I think it was like one of these first big old monkeys, and I couldn't beat him. No matter how many times I was beating my head against him. And I'm pretty good at all the other Souls games. And I was like, I just don't want to keep trying. Like, I'm like, I think this is neat, but I don't think it's yeah. for me at this point. I, I think that the Team Ninja games, the Neo and the Wolong, I think they take too much from the Ninja Gaiden games, which didn't feel like they're notorious for their difficulty. But I feel like that's more unfair than the way that the Souls games are hard, where it's like you have to learn it. Mm-hmm. The, the Ninja Gaiden games always felt like you just had to get good <laughs> yeah like either get lucky but i, I, I it, it always felt like i couldn't get good at them it, it, it yeah. felt like not something that i could build my skill on it felt like you were either good at them or you weren't and that's and how I, those neo games felt to me as well i really want to play neo one day i've, I've looked at it many yeah. times but i'm just like man i don't got fucking time for this shit but i got yeah. it look cool yeah it uh, definitely okay. looks cool <laughs> Yeah, I was looking through my archives today for something new to start after what I finished yesterday, and I saw Mortal Shell in there, and I've heard that it's another one of these Souls-like kind of games, but then I'm sitting there like, well, Neo 2 was a Souls-like game, and I didn't like that, so do I really want to try this? And I eventually chose something else. Oh, Mortal I do Shell. have one other game. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, feel free. Go. I'll, I'll go after. Mortal Shell is more like Dark Souls 1. It's very like slow-paced, but it's also very short. So uh, I think you would be able to to get through Mortal Shell. That one feels that one feels much more doable than Neo. Okay, because the thing is, I really have not forayed into any of the quote Souls like games like at all. I've not played any of the Dark Souls or Sekiro or Bloodborne or any of that. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, well, a lot of it's because I I have a hard case of arachnophobia, and I know a lot of these Souls games tend to have giant spiders and things that scare the crap out of me. So that's why I avoid them. Understandable. Um, yeah, I don't know about a. I don't know about any spiders in Mortal Shell, but I didn't see any from what I played. I didn't beat it, but you might want to check that out. But I hear it's it's a lot more. It's a lot shorter and a lot more sort of accessible for somebody who's just getting into that type of game. And that's what I've heard somebody else say. So uh, now that I have a second concurring opinion, I uh, I might put that next on my list after my current uh, project. I did want to take a minute and plug if you really like souls likes and you're ever looking for more, there's a YouTuber I post in chat. I think I've talked about him before on here. His name's iron pineapple. His content's fine, but he has like probably over two dozen videos where he plays several souls like games in them. And a lot of them would be like, yeah, this is a game on steam that has like 200 views and it's really good. And it's a souls like game. You should go check it out. So I thought I would just plug that. If you're ever looking for more, you can just go dig through that archive. There's some really interesting stuff in there. Okay. That's cool. 
I feel like there's also a website that talks about like triggers or th- phobias in games. I can't remember what it is, but there are definitely websites that I have. There is. I think there's one. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice. I have a friend of mine that uses it because she has a phobia of, of dogs being, or not phobia, but uh, doesn't dogs being killed. Mm-hmm. So she, I know I've heard the website before, but I can't remember the yeah, name of it for life for me. Uh, well, I still I, think... I still learn to deal with my phobias anyway. <laughs> Nobody, you know, I didn't do any research in Fallen Order when there were giant spiders on Kashyyyk, but you know, we got through it. <laughs> they do. I think I'll have to depart here in a minute or two, but before that, could I speed run some things I've watched? Now I've thought Go of that. Sure, please. Uh, one big one, probably the one I've watched the most of, and it actually relates to rhythm, is I've actually been watching the Prap of the Rapper anime, and it's actually really fucking charming. And I'm really what? sad. <laughs> that no one really talks about it and you can go find it on a it's a library archive on that like main library archive website that's like everything it has like beautiful hd quality with like subtitled stuff and uh yeah we've i think i've watched like half the first season i think there's two seasons and it's just really cute and charming and fun and i am sad that it never really got popular like it's just a really cute fun show with like it doesn't parappa the rap Okay, all right, listen here. Had enough popularity to get two seasons, and Parappa the Rapper <laughs> still has a TikTok account. I I got Parappa the Rapper content in my TikTok feed without searching for it, and that was one of my proudest moments on TikTok, being like, yes, the algorithm knows me. I've been looking for this, and I didn't know I needed it. But yeah, that's really solid. Parappa the Rapper and cute. It's rhythmy enough, but I they do have a lot. They have like two <laughs> new characters, and they don't have a lot of other characters. They basically have Parappa, Sunny, PJ the bear and cat and that's it. And so like, there's no Lammy. There's I forget the other character in Lammy's band, but that was kind of weird. And then they have like two new characters and one's like, his name is like Fred. I can't remember. It's something really basic. And at the first episode, he's there like, he's like, who are you? And he's like, yeah, PJ's friend from class. He's like, I don't know you. He's like, yeah, it's okay. He's like, all right. And then they just become <laughs> friends. And I'm like, what a way to implement a, a, a new character into this show. This is just to be like, don't worry about those other characters. Don't worry. It's just Fred. And he's like the most generic looking, like just blonde haired dog. His name's Fred. Don't worry about it. Okay. This is strange. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think it's fun because I, a lot of people don't even know that exists. And like, I'm a pretty big Parappa stan. I fucking love Parappa the Rapper. I didn't, but I'm going to look for that, that for sure. That sounds oh, it's, awesome. It's just a really cute kid show. Like, it's definitely a kid show. And like, some of the episodes aren't as solid as others, but it's just like, this is just fun to have any part. It's, and you think you're a, Ra- a Rayman stand is bad. Parappa stand's even sadder. Yeah. It's like, I, I have Parappa <laughs> one and two and I'm Jammer Lammy, and that's it. And then I have Parappa, official Parappa TikTok posting TikTok content, which is just a big old suit of Parappa dancing to music, basically. And I'm, and it still brings me so much joy. Whatever yeah. there. I had the, I had the uh, Parappa uh, remaster for PS4 imported mm-hmm. over. I have the, I have the physical version of the remaster of Parappa. It's oh, great. Oh, yeah. I have uh, the <laughs> Japanese copy of Parappa the Rapper 1 and I'm Jeremy Lammy, and I'm really proud of that from when I was there. So whenever I want to cover, I know who I know the people to reach out to if I want to cover <laughs> Parappa the Rapper. Hell yeah, let's do Parappa. I, 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 I can still I like do it in year. one go to this day. Oh yeah, if you, I mean, if you, I think the only song I fuck up on is occasionally the chicken song the and chicken, then the bathroom song. Yeah, absolutely. Song. Yeah. Bathroom song, I fucking hate. I will fuck that one up a few times before I get oh, it. I, I love like, the bathroom one. I love the song, but I'm shit at it. <laughs> I'd also, would, I would plug, I would say, hey, you think that's great? Go play Unjammer Lammy. Unjammer Lammy is really mm. cute and uh, was actually they, huge gender goals. I didn't realize it until a long yeah, time. Yeah, the plain song in Umjammer Lammy is one uh, of my favorite things of all time in video games. 
Also, the fact that they put a whole second batch of songs for Parappa in that game as just bonus yeah. content is wild yep. and great. Yeah, there's so it much rules. more meat on the bone of Um Jammer Lamy than honestly either Parappa game. I will make yep. that. Outside of that, I've been watching George Lopez show, and I'm embarrassed about it, but I will reveal that sadness on this podcast <laughs> into the world of like. Sometimes it's just late at night, and I want to put something on I do not care about, and I'm doing other stuff, and for some reason, George Lopez show is what's there, huh? It, that show's fine. I used to watch it's, it. It's it's so mid, but it's just nostalgic. It's so it's that that year too. That like what early two thousands, I think it is, or mid, yeah. or is it? It's, I don't remember. I'm pretty but sure yeah, it's, it's very it's much really time. Good. Yeah, and I it is really the first minute that I felt really old watching it. Be like, oh, look at them pull out a VHS tape, watch it on the tiny tube TV, and I went, man, if anyone under I don't know 17, 18 saw us today, they'd go, what the fuck is that? Why are they doing that? <laughs> what do you mean they rented it? Rented it from where? Like Netflix? Like they got it off Netflix? They're watching. It's like, no, stop. So that was that was a very fun moment of just being like, oh, I am old. Huh. Uh, well, that's, I'm here now. Welcome to Hitchin. Uh, yep. And, and you're then, uh, me, so. <laughs> it's, it's coming. It's coming every day. There's a little dark thing that I'm like, oh, I'm old and sad. <laughs> I was always sad. Now I'm just old. And then. It don't get any better. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I believe it. There's one other thing I was watching. I can't remember what it is. I'm going to start watching not Mandalorian. The other show that I keep forgetting the name of that came out. Andor? Andor. Yeah, I'm going to start watching that. I watched like almost the whole first episode and prep for the Andor's earlier good. mentioned table, tabletop. But yeah, it seems really solid as a person who doesn't watch a lot of Star Wars content. And uh, you yeah, definitely check out Andor. Yeah, I mean, I, I was already hearing great things about it before having like a reason to, but I'm excited to watch it like for as its own little thing. Uh, I think that's it. I think it's about everything I've been watching. So instead of being All quiet, right, I know you got to run, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm going to leave. Thanks for letting me gush about my shit and then leaving before hearing any of yours. But I hope you guys have a good rest of your recording. So uh, I sign off. Oh, yeah. Catch me at Squarebook on Twitch. And the only reason I'm playing that right now is because I randomly got a follower like a week ago. And there's no reason I haven't been active on there for months. And I think it may have been from here. So if that was you, thanks. I guess. I don't know why. But, you know, woo. if there's I mean, more. It definitely could be from here. So, yeah, I people... just it was. It was Sweet little moment. I was like, oh, somebody followed me. There's no other reason except for it would have been from this. So, yeah. Anyway. I have a following. Yeah. I, oh, not that part. That doesn't surprise me. It's just that I, no, I, I know. So, well, I'm going to go look this person up. And then I'm sure they're like, oh, they haven't done anything in months. Soon. Maybe. Knock on wood. All right. I'm going to dip. Anyway. Right. Oh, there it is. I, I got... click join call so I can leave call again. So, okay. I got one <laughs> game that. I want to mention uh, that I played recently or that I forgot about was Halo, Halo fire team Raven, which is oh. a arcade game, a solid it's, game. That's it's what actually, yeah, really good. My, I play it with my son. I visit my son. Whenever we go, we go to the mall and it's one of the few games they have in this arcade at the mall and we play it and we haven't like last time I went there, which is this past week. And he's like, he just, he was in that mood. He's like, I want to finish this game again. So I'm like, all right. So we just sat there and we played for the fight. We just played through the whole game for like 20 bucks. Unfortunately, no, I spent more than 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like 30 but we finished it so that was happening uh, in all fairness it's like a credit cost you a dollar anymore <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, yeah it's about i think it's credit and i mean and there was at one point when i went to go refill money and then the game started up and then he was sitting there just waiting while it's killing both of us i'm like play at least i mean he's all he's 15 he knows better he's like he's like i'm waiting for you i'm like no don't wait shoot <laughs> I'm like, uh, it, that game came out just in July of 2018. It's probably some of the best Halo content we've gotten in the last five years. I'll say it. Hot take. I'm out. See you. Is that like a? 
Is that like a okay. like a shooter? Do you have a gun, a physical gun? Yeah, you sit in a little, you sit in a in a seat, and you have it. It can be up to four players. The one I, the one that I play, just has two players. Okay, but yeah, so it's just gun. It plays to the first Halo. Your ODST soldiers, and then you die, obviously. Okay, yeah, it's but, it's it's a standard arcade rail shooter. Yeah, okay, but you can't maim that thing. I don't know. Not that I know of. I mean, Probably I wouldn't, be, wouldn't be very good if it's if it's got a gun involved. No, yeah, I, would, I don't. I just don't on. really. Yeah, I don't really know how that would work that well. Yeah. But I, 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 I liked it. I mean, I, I, I've beaten it a few times now. We, we, every so often we'll go through the whole game and normally we just play like 10 bucks worth or 20 bucks worth, whatever I put in. And then we're like, okay, like we're done. And then this time we just went through the entire game and I'm like, okay, this is fun. Our mall just got a new arcade. Maybe I'll check it out. See if it's in there. Yeah. I mean, there's also, I seen a four player version once at Dave and Busters, which is the same. Oh, we game. just got a new Dave and Busters too. So yeah, it's cool though. And that's all I got for games. I'll bring us the TV shows. I got two. Just a couple TV shows to mention. First, I've been rewatching Star Trek Next Generation again. I'm uh, going through that. Don't ever say again like it's a bore to do that. Oh, it's not a bore. No, oh, that first season no, had a bore. No. Sometimes. Okay, yeah, the first season's rough, but my God, Here. man, that is just some prime the first, freaking like, three, television. The three episodes are like, stab me. And then after that, I'm good. Just those first couple three, like, oh. I'm just, I'm just glad when I got into it back in the 1980s. I was, I was into season three. Yeah, I'm old. Who cares? That that I was into season like season three was on air and I was past like the really bad stuff because <laughs> otherwise I would have I probably would have jumped off of it but thank God well, I was I was getting into it right as it was getting really good and you know it just got better toward the end it of the takes series. off <laughs> yeah it just launches we watched the Measure of a Man episode which I had to post about like I was like freaking ready to tear up I'm like wow and one of the best written episodes in that entire series. So good. I mean, there's some other. I mean, it's just I'm loving watching Renekton. I'm gonna finally get my wife to watch it because she had no interest in, in Star Trek whatsoever. Then we watch Orville. And it's like, okay, I'm ready to watch Next Generation. I'm like, I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> so then we we got Paramount Plus, and I've been watching Next Generation. And then I also started watching uh, the TM the 2003 TMNT cartoon, which is also really good too. I just started that today. I recommend that if you have Paramount Plus and you like Terrell's s- great cartoon. I've seen a couple episodes of it here and there, but not enough to really formulate an opinion. Do not watch the 87 cartoon, by the way. I've seen that. I grew up with that. Yeah, but we're too old now. Yeah, I anything. Stop it. (laughs) I tried. I tried to go back and watch uh, Masters of the Universe because that was my jam when I was a kid. And it is a terrible, uh, poorly animated, goofy, cheesy toy commercial. And I was like, wow. I still watch G1 Transformers. It's cheesy. It sucks. I don't care. I still freaking watch it. <laughs> I, I I can't watch the 87 cartoon. I won't even. I tried once, but the 2003 cartoon is actually really good, and it doesn't get enough credit. So I always highly recommend that one to people. And I, I, I just I watched a whole recap of it not too long ago, so I know everything that's in it, but I'm rewatching it, and I'm like, this is just really enjoyable. The, there so. was something. There was something about early 2000s cartoons that like i don't know what it was but they made like the perfect cartoons in those in that era that's like uh like flapjack is from that era uh foster's home for imaginary friends foster's uh, is good regular show like all of these amazingly weird and well-written cartoons came out in the two in the like 
early 2000s to like 2015 and then they just stopped doing it again and and it made me sad okay understandable and i don't know just yeah and so that and the only 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 other thing that i've been watching that i want to mention is me well my wife mostly been watching that shit to say me but i'm around when it's on is rupaul's drag race she started watching that God, so it's it's all right actually. I'm like, all right. she loves it. She watches it like she's watching it right now while I've been recording. So, but yeah, it's 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 okay. It's she watches it. And I edit. I'm like, okay, this is. I hate the laugh though. RuPaul's laugh just makes me want to choke the TV. But other than that, I'm like, this is fine. No, they they play it in between all like what the commercial breaks would be. This is fine, like you know the dog in the flaming room meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife watches it too, and it's just everybody is so like. Everybody's so much. Everything is like cranked up to 13. And I'm like, oh, how can you watch this for more than like 10 minutes? <laughs> I see. I'm not the only one that has to. So I'm glad <laughs> my wife also watches. She's also rewatching Star Trek The Next Generation by herself because I think Star Trek is boring. <laughs> oh, blasphemy. I know. I told you I was going to be the villain of this show. <laughs> I don't like Zelda. I don't like Star Trek. I don't like uh, Jesus Christ. You're Resident Evil the podcast 4. 10 most wanted. I know. I know. It always happens, but whatever. I mean, I don't like Breath of the Wild, but I didn't give it a good chance. I did find a Star Trek thing. And if if it's OK for me to go just while we're talking about it, of course. we we started watching Lower Decks. I heard uh, Lower Decks is really good. Same. It, it rules. It's hilarious. Um, my wife will tell me when there's a Star Trek thing that would make you know it better. But as someone who's not a Star Trek guy, it's it's a very funny show. Lots of very funny comedians. Um, I'm assuming uh, since we're on a podcast that people listen to podcasts, but like a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the cast is from like comedy bang bang and stuff. So there's like a lot of recognizable voices doing characters and it's, it's, it's just a really funny show and there's plenty of star Trek stuff for star Trek people on my list. Uh, as I continue like this, cause this time I'm going to go all full board in star Trek and just, I plan to finally watch that and I want to watch Picard at some point. I think my <laughs> wife is in the bedroom watching Picard right now. <laughs> I'm very curious about Picard, but I, I heard bad things about it, but I heard this, this third season supposed to be really good. So now apparently that Paramount, the, I might actually. Apparently the first and third seasons are great. You can skip the second. That's <laughs> what can, I hear. But... <laughs> okay. That's cool, though. Yeah. That's I mean, my only, that's that's the Star only Trek show I've been watching. Exists, and that it's becoming more. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Anything else, Steve, that you've been watching? Most of my TV diet tends to be my wife's general hospital reruns and cooking competition shows. But I like those. But okay. We did watch, though, Christmas night, my wife and I and a friend of ours, we binged uh, Wednesday on Netflix. It's like the first okay. like new show of any kind I've watched in forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I am. I don't watch a whole lot of new TV. But, um, but we binge watched Wednesday. I, for the most part, I enjoyed it. Um, I had some issues with it, not in any ways towards the casting or the performances. I thought those were still pretty good, but I think most of my issues kind of came with, you know, the general development of Wednesday's character herself and how pretty much the entire season just kind of ended up being a big episode of Scooby-Doo. 
And I guess that works for what it was, but I, I have my doubts about, about the series going forward. Um, cause obviously, you know, like any Netflix show, it leaves on a cliffhanger if they want to do another season and they've already greenlit the second season. And I'm just like, yeah, but if this is just going to be, you know, a season long episode of Scooby-Doo each time, this is going to be boring and formulaic. So I just, I don't know about the series going forward. I mean, it's like I said, it was, I, I do recommend anybody that did like, has any kind of fondness for the Adams family to go ahead and watch it. Like I said, you, you'll get just enough fan service from the other characters, you know, Gomez and Morticia and, you know, Thing is a prominent character along with Wednesday. Um, there's some great secondary characters that kind of help Wednesday out at this school that she's at. But I just, like I said, I, I thought that the, development of wednesday's character was a little bit stagnant um i guess i there shouldn't be too much but i guess for what the show was kind of trying to do with her it just didn't do it which if you watch it to not do it was wednesday's point it's kind of this paradox but alex i gave like a seven out of ten in my book like it was like I said, it was decent it was had some flaws i'm cautiously optimistic about the future but they need to do something to change the show's formula going forward. Or I think it's just by the time the second season's done, it's going to get dumped. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I've seen parts of the first season. I haven't finished it though. Yeah. We got through the first three episodes of the first season and we both kind of looked at each other and went, I don't need to keep watching. This. <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable. My wife was watching it off and on for a while. And I, I, I caught some of it through osmosis essentially, but yeah, at some point. I don't. Yeah. Come on. I get around to it. Oh, and one thing I, I that I do have that I forgot that I watched one episode. I watched one episode of the Batman animated series. I watched the Bane episode uh, the first time Bane shows up on season two. And I'm like, that's, hey, a, that's a great episode. That's a damn fine episode. That was I, I was trying to watch all the animated series after the entire first season. And I just kind of broke after that. I'm like, yeah, I'm done now. I watched like 50 some episodes and I was watching and I stopped the Bane episode. And I just randomly put it on. Just I'm like, OK, I'll continue this. I'm like, this is damn good. I love, I love that show's interpretation of Bane. And in my opinion, it's probably one of the best interpretations of Bane that there is. Because I love that in that series, Bane is not just hired muscle. He is not just some muscle-driven meathead. He's cunning and intelligent and yes. is equally ruthless as he is powerful. And I just the way it developed his character that way just hit every note right on the head just just perfectly and it's all well, better than i was born in the darkness so, yeah well that's how he was in the in the comic he was that was my problem with like every iteration i've seen of bane on the sh on the tv because they always like made him a big dumb guy and it's like that's not what bane is no i do I like give a shout out though to the version of bane on harley quinn that's just hilarious comic relief <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is good <laughs> I got to start watching that. It's a good show. Can we, I, I, I want to hear really good job in that. I saw the first two seasons. It is, it is violent. It is graphic. It is raunchy. It is hilarious. Like it's, it hits all the adult notes that you need it to. I mean, everybody's funny. It, like Bane's probably the highlight in terms of the comic relief. And uh, if you, if you want to hear a good impression, uh, go check out my TikTok page, which is uh Mr. Underscore Mox. I do a bang on impression of that Bane, but it's just, the whole thing is just freaking hilarious. I, I need to watch it again. I've seen part. I've seen most of season one and some of season two, but I, I didn't finish it. I'm seeing clips from season three and I'm like, why am I waiting to watch this? <laughs> is he this maybe? 
Cool. Any last things you guys want to mention that you guys have been watching before we wrap this up? That's it for me. Yeah, I'm pretty much good, too. Okay. Same for me. All right. Uh, and Michael, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me at uh, Jack Billings. Just anywhere you get your podcasts, you type in Jack Billings Presents. Uh, we have two series. Uh, one is called Me and My Neighbor Michael. That's where we were learning how to do it. And then this one that we're working on currently is called Haunted Apartment Complex. They take place in an alternate dimension Redding, Ohio. Uh, my character is a ghost. Uh, our main character is married to a werewolf. Our other main character is a gentle vampire. You can find out what that means if you listen to the show. And we have demons and ghouls and all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Chupacabra that lives in the basement. But that's sort of a weird scripted podcast. If you're looking for something a little bit more standard as far as podcasts go, you can listen to this bizarre adventure which is me watching jojo's bizarre adventure for the first time with a jojo's bizarre adventure super fan b highland who is a voice actor and a podcaster and just a wonderful person i also do a show with b called no time to binge which is where we watch the first episode and the last episode of a tv show and then we make up what happens in the middle that sounds cool and those are my podcasts. <laughs> okay. And there will be a link in the show notes for what he mentioned. But I'll ask him to send it to me. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I will do that. <laughs> so that's what you will see. And if you enjoyed this episode, there's over 450 other episodes of Games My Mom Found. You can find everything on Podbean. That's our whole catalog. So, but we do movies, comics, TV seasons. We do this. I, I, I just do whatever I can find people and convince people to talk with me about. So go check out our giant catalog. If you want to support the show, we do a Patreon for Little's Dollar. You can vote in our Patreon poll right now. This month is Marvel movies Mike has never seen. Uh, Daredevil, Elektra, Punisher Warzone, Fantastic Four 2016, and Hulk 2003. As Little Dollar, you can vote in Patreon. So definitely go do that. You'll see a link in the show notes. We do have a Discord that we mentioned earlier. You can chat with us. Uh, please, you'll see a link in the show notes too. Please join that. I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena. At Hell Hathfear. You can follow her on TikTok. And as I mentioned earlier, give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, starts own podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody.